0: Everyone, it's your girl Sim the Motivator, and we are back for another episode of A Conscious Blend podcast. I have with me this evening my homegirl Kasana, and we (laughs) are going to chop it up. We're going to talk about wine and wine and wine. That's all (laughs) you're (laughs) getting. Hi, Sim Simma. What's up? I know it's been a long time since we have seen each other, but you know glad all is well with you so we're gonna jump right into it um black vino Society? society yes what is that
1: well black vino society is my wine page um i decided well i caught an interest in wine because working in um corporate i would get invited to a lot of after work events and it so happened to be a lot of wine events And uh, meeting people, I would get invited to their industry events. And it fascinated me on how this little grape can manifest this many flavors and body and aromas. And um, I noticed a lot of people when I would go, well, actually when I would go to these events, no one looked like me. Mm. It was, I can count on one hand how many black people I saw and then black women. So it was an industry that I noticed that it was lacking diversity. And um, Black Dino Society is basically, as I learn, you can learn. So it's, I will um, taste the wine and write the characteristics, the palate, the aroma. Um, of the wine and hopefully people will go and purchase the wine and then you know you can find your characteristics and your aromas and taste your palate. So that's basically what Black Vino Society is about and it was supposed to be me going to different events and bringing it to you unfortunately because of COVID a lot of the wine events were canceled but I'm still able to um, taste wine and talk about it on Black Vino Society.
0: Okay, so this is a social media page. I know I follow uh-huh. you on IG and uh-huh. anyone can just follow you and see uh-huh. your write-ups basically uh-huh. on different types of wine. Uh-huh. Okay. So all I know about wine is red and white. <laughs> I don't any which is fine. Well, at least you know something. <laughs> at least you know something. That that's about it. Red and white and then i know there's some names there's um chardonnay they're for, they're and, and was it cabaret isn't that cabaret a type of music a type of show
1: a <laughs> <laughs> cab i get it I, I know i know what you're talking about It's fine Cabernet Semillon yes I know red wine okay Blanc I don't worry don't worry I'm not here to make fun of you I'm just here to listen to you because I love talking to people who are who are beginning in wine because I'm not intermediate as yet I'm slowly reaching that area and me speaking with people that are beginning wine beginners it's fascinating for me because just to help you with your palate because some people say oh I don't like um dry wine I need my wine to be sweet and I'm like well you know there's wines that are well you're that person great well you know there's (laughs) wines that are in between because there are dry wines it could be a Pinot Noir but it's from California and it has a little sweetness to it and you may try it and you're like you know what I actually like this because I feel like I'm drinking wine because some people want it to taste like you're drinking something just sweet and that's it but there's some wines that you can try and then you're like i feel like i'm drinking wine so you're not embarrassed when you go out and you can say okay i'll have a pinot noir from california what what do you have or a uh, Dorfinder from germany you can have that one that's a great one to start out with as well for beginners wine winos for red wine
0: so then what, you know there's moscato what, mm-hmm.
1: what,
0: what do those things mean like dry because if something dry that means i need liquid you know as well indians that means the food you know is dry you need liquid now you need gravy to soften it up so that it you know you can swallow it i know well, that. <laughs> well dry just most wines are dry but
1: you can get some sweetness out of it as well because if it has like um a dark cherries. It may have some prunes. It may have some fig. It may have some black currants that will taste sweet. Then you have your port wines that are just like sweet. It's just, you know, that's just totally sweet. But then you have other wines that are like a little finer and they have that long cherry finish or those types of flavors that I mentioned. And you try it and you're like, you know what? I thought this was going to be dry, like I'm drinking sandpaper and you'll be surprised, especially from what region it's from.
0: So, dry simply means I don't. Well, dry say just means the wine is dinner. dry. It's not as
1: sweet. It's not as okay. sweet as your port or your Moscato.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: All right. So, it's not that sweet. It's not considered a sweet wine. It's dry, but you may have some sweetness in it because of the flavors.
0: Other flavors that are the primary
1: primary flavors, which are the fruits.
0: Okay, so I know a lot of wine enthusiasts they go on, I'm sure you do the same thing with like pairing it with different foods. Uh You'll see that sometimes when you go to restaurants, they say, Oh, this will go better with fish, and this goes better Uh with steak, or a pasta, or a chicken dish. Um, is that having to do with the flavor as well
1: it goes with the flavor it goes with the body of the wine as well um sometimes you they tell you something lighter because you don't want anything that's going to conflict with the food
0: Mm.
1: so you'll have like a lighter wine most people like to have pinot noir with their food be paired with their food because pinot noir mean body meaning okay you have milk you know there's whole milk 1%, 2% 1%, 2 milk, yeah. 2%, skim milk, that's right. also the body of wine. So there's some that are just as heavy as whole milk, and then some that will feel in your mouth like um one percent, two percent and skim milk, which is really light as in body. So that would be a Pinot Noir. It's not heavy on the tongue.
0: Oh look at that. <laughs> because for me it's always been i'm just like wine doesn't taste good i guess it was just whatever i had tried i was like eh, i don't know about but i don't know
1: there's so many wines i haven't had all the varietals there's some that i have never tasted in my life i used to be that person that i did not like pinot noir i didn't because i just felt like it was so boring it was so light but I might have had a cheaper Pinot Noir or I had a Pinot Noir from a particular region. And then I started having, drinking Pinot Noirs from different regions, different countries. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I did not know that it tastes this good where it is light, but it still has some sort of complexity in the wine. Okay.
0: So which country would you say, which country... Which country's wine that you've tasted, would you say has the best Pinot Noir? I mean, I I wouldn't say
1: the, like, okay. So France, of course, that's old world. So they have really good Pinot Noirs that come out of France, but Napa Valley in California has really good Pinot Noirs mm-hmm. as well as um, Oregon. Oregon? Yes, Oregon wine is actually really good. And then there's Washington State wine. That's actually really good because the U.S., you know, they're stepping up their wine game where they're producing more wine. Believe it or not, a lot of sparkling wines that come out of the um, upstate New York Finger Lakes region is actually really good. Okay. So it just depends on the region, the vineyard. You know, you look
0: at the varietal, what you like, and then from there. Okay. So... Interesting, very interesting. That is my wine lesson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I know you also mentioned that you're doing some studying. And here no. I was thinking that your studying had to do with what I know you to do. I yes, <laughs> was in insurance for so long, right? right. Insurance. Right. You're like, no, actually, it's because I'm taking this wine thing to the next level. <laughs> I want to take it to the next level, especially... I,
1: like I said to you before, there's a lack of diversity in wine. Wine is very white and very male dominated, Mm. but you have different cultures. And now we're seeing more and more people in wine. You're seeing more Black people in wine. You're seeing more Black women, Black men, winemakers, uh, Caribbean wine professionals. Um, There's Indian There's um, another uh, uh, Hispanic wine professional. You see a lot of people because our food pairs well with wine, especially Caribbean food. Mm -hmm. You'll be surprised. And that's one thing. We have this um, stereotype that Caribbean people only like rum. Because we grew up on rum. I mean,
0: Jay Ray and his nephew. I've done a lot of things you over the years. They've done, he's done black cake. He's done sorrow. He's, so that's he's a thing, <laughs> funny thing, black cake.
1: That's a huge thing for Caribbean people, especially around Christmas, the holidays. Right. A lot of Caribbean people, we like our rum and black cake. You'll be surprised where you can soak your fruits in port wine. Mm-hmm. And that actually cuts the amount of sugar that you have to add okay
0: because it's sweet people they soak it in um they use uh what's the name of it um what was what it my, my, that um the, the the jewish wine? the there's the the um, oh my goodness the name has now slipped me that's I fine say ginger wine but that's not the correct
1: ginger wine i've you know I I can't say no because I'm not a baker so it's like (laughs) some people like to mix maybe they may mix different wines to make their cake whatever some people like a little ginger possibly I don't know I I know a lot of people that come into the wine shop that I also work at um, they go towards the port wine because Mm -hmm. they soak their fruits in the port wine and then of course you still have your rum but the port wine. You'll be surprised that it actually works. And with um, pairing Caribbean food with wine. Oh, stones.
0: That's the name. Still
1: okay. Stones. Yeah. That's. I think that's a ginger wine. Stone wine. I think that's the ginger wine. Yeah, stones. That's ginger the brand name. Yeah, yeah, it's a ginger yeah. wine. Maybe some people use ginger wine. Hmm, that's different.
0: So you talk about pairing with our West Indian food. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. ask what I am. Sure, someone is thinking what pairs with oxtail. <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: okay. Oxtail. Now you know to me, oxtail is chicken. <laughs> I am not gonna say that it's meat because I love la oxtail so much. Oxtail is one of those meats that pairs with a lot of wine. Some people like a melback with oxtail, which really works well. Um, there's a uh, primavito that would work well with oxtail. There's Pinot Noir. It's that meat that many wine you can pair with it. Okay, so it would be red wine, a red dry wine, but has um spices in there. So you'll choose a wine that has black cherries, some um maybe some fig, um some smoke, some oak cedar, those types of flavors to bring out the flavors of the oxtail, some black pepper, cause some wine you can taste black pepper as well. Mm. And it actually goes well with the oxtail. Interesting. It pairs well with it. Yeah, just like um, there's like, there's fruit, papaya and rose pairs well together. And many people are like, I've never had papaya and rose. It actually pairs very well, Papaya and rose. Rose, a watermelon salad. Okay. with rosé then you have your moscatos um some people would like moscato with maybe a mango fish mango coconut fish because they like sweet wine it, it it just depends on the person's palate too okay because i can tell you you need something dry and you're like kasana i don't like dry i need it to be a little sweet i can't tell you no because you are the person that's eat it you're right. the person you know your palate more than me I can go by what the book says but at the end of the day it's the person I'm supposed to help you mm-hmm. and no one can I can't tell you what you're tasting because I, I don't share your slide. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I can't tell you what you're tasting okay If so you tell me you want something that's semi-sweet my job is to find something that's semi-sweet that's going to pair well with the
0: meal that you've selected okay so you're so you're studying right now to be I'm not even going to attempt the word because I know I'm going to butcher Sommelier. it yeah I'm like, <laughs> or psalm people. you could say psalm short psalm. For psalm psalm okay so you are studying to become a psalm basically because you see the lack of diversity
1: mm-hmm. in it's life. lack of diversity and my fashion my fascination in wine like okay. with wine I'm very fascinated with it. I love wine. You know, <laughs> I, I, I love wine. Um, I, I didn't, most people, I don't see people that look like me. I don't see my food um, paired with wine. I don't think sometimes they feel as though maybe Caribbean food is not as gourmet as French food or mm-hmm. Italian food, and it can be. You know, bacon, fish, or fish and fried dumplings, yeah. you can have that with champagne. I do it every Sunday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm
1: still waiting Salfish for my brunch Salfish.
0: invite, but who we'll you
1: knows something? Salfish. Aki and champagne. That, hmm. Aki softness, you can have that with champagne. It's just it, it's endless. Okay. You know, you could just jazz it up. Some people like to you can have kava, you can have that as well. hmm Sparkling. Anything you want something sparkling, you you know, you may not, you may not want water or um. Some fruit punch maybe you want to jazz up your Sunday morning breakfast ackee saltfish with some banana you're like you know what I want champagne you can have champagne with that you just pick the correct champagne it could be maybe you want something a little sweeter because the saltfish is really salty um you may want the um you may want an extra dry or you want a demi-sec champagne
0: Mm.
1: because there's some sweet champagnes as well okay So it doesn't have to be dry. People say you see champagne and like, oh my gosh, it's brute, it's dry, I'm not gonna like it. But there are different types of sweetness levels to champagne as well.
0: Okay. So interesting. You talk about the lack of diversity in the Mm -hmm. wine field. And Uh I know from before you worked in insurance, Insurance. Uh international insurance. Uh And I'm sure there was a lack of,
1: Diversity, diversity there as well. <laughs> there as
0: well. Uh, how, how would you say your experience in the insurance field has maybe helped you to navigate this new, new world?
1: Um, Because I worked with people from different cultures, different, I worked with a lot of people from Europe. So I would meet People in the wine industry from different cultures and um, different countries, so that helped as well because I was well, I was um, well rounded with speaking with them and just mingling. So that's how it, you know working in insurance helped me with the wine industry. I was comfortable with myself, because sometimes you meet people from Europe and you're uncomfortable because they have an accent and you feel as though you're not smart enough to speak with them, but (laughs) it's just an accent, (laughs) just an accent, that's all it is. But as long as you're comfortable and you learn from each other. But of course the wine industry, it is a snobbish industry. And I feel like the diversity now, we're trying to change that where wine is for everyone. And it doesn't have to be so snobbish where you make as though you make people feel as though they're they're not smart because they don't taste the flavors that you taste. I've had someone tell me, oh, I think this wine tastes like dried roses. And I'm like, You're you've taste potpourri before? Like <laughs> <laughs> you just you just eat dead flowers? There's people that are like that, you know, because they try to one up you yeah. and that, that's how it is. But it's like, what are you going to do? Get upset. You're going to go into your shell. No, it's OK. If you taste dead flowers, then that's what you taste. I might taste something totally different and it's OK. You can't tell me that I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about wine. You cannot tell me what I'm what I'm tasting is wrong, because one instance is being Caribbean. Our palate is going to gear Towards tropical fruits mm-hmm. because we've had tropical fruits our entire life: right. sugarcane, bananas, pineapples, mangoes, um, golden apples, guava. So you're not gonna tell me I'm not tasting this because you can't taste it. Mm-hmm. Some people will say, "Oh, I'm tasting a nuttiness, maybe um, walnut." I may say, "Oh, I'm tasting more coconut," and they'll be like, "Hmm, really?" But you can't tell me I'm wrong because my palate is going to pick out what it's accustomed to. Mm-hmm. I, um, there's some people that will say, oh, I'm tasting pomegranate and not cranberry because maybe they've never had cranberry before. Okay. So you're going to taste what you're accustomed to. So if I say, oh, or do you taste maybe a red apple? Maybe you've never had red apple before mm-hmm. or a green apple. That tart flavor, and you tell me, oh, I taste guava. I can't tell you that you're wrong on underripe guava. But what happens? What happens if those flavors aren't in the wine? But that's the thing. I can't tell you. The, the funny thing about wine is, it's what you taste. Okay. It's it's basically your palate. So some people say, even if. I don't, I've never heard someone say, no, you don't taste that. I've never heard anyone say that because you can't tell me what I'm tasting. Okay. And because now they're trying to broaden wine, the tasting, um, the, the tasting notes change as well. Cause you add, they add lychee, they add coconut, they've add pineapple. So you're adding passion fruit. You're adding papaya. You're adding more tropical fruits interesting to it like uh there was a wine a uh, couple of years ago their tasting notes was um walnut and then two winters later they switched it to chestnuts someone said they taste chestnuts this is perfect for Christmas. So you know what? We're going to switch to chestnuts to market for Christmas. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you know it's like, so, so someone, you taste walnut, I taste chestnut. Someone else will say, I taste hazelnut. It's a nut. You know, <laughs> it's, it's a nut.
0: You're tasting a nutty flavor. It's interesting. So teacher moment. Um, my mom will probably laugh at me when she hears this, but teacher moment I'm finding that in the wine industry as long as you're confident in your answer like you're good in any industry (laughs) you're gonna be wrong and strong yeah like you're legit wrong and strong and people are just gonna be like okay if that's what you're tasting that's what you're feeling then you go along with it and I think that also just you know, is is good for individuals who are trying to build their confidence. Mm -hmm. If you say, this is what you taste. Who am I to say you're wrong? Right, that is your answer, you stick to it. No one's gonna tell you differently. Exactly, and that's why you have tasting groups. So I have a tasting group that we meet um,
1: virtually. We meet on Zoom and what we do is we pick um, three wines, four wines or whatever, each of us pick the region it could be a Riesling or it can be uh, a um, Pinot Grigio. And then from there, you pick the region that you're going, the, the wine is going to come from. Then we purchase it and then we overzoom, we taste. And so I would say, oh, I'm taking, you know, maybe I'm tasting pineapple. The other person like, yeah, I'm tasting citrus. Not sure if it's pineapple, but because I said pineapple, you're now going to see if you can taste it. Mm hmm. Because your senses have to meet up. So whatever you're tasting should be what you're smelling. Mm -hmm. So you might say, oh, I taste, um," what can I say? You might say, I'm tasting prunes. Okay, I'm tasting raisins, but let me see if it is prunes. You may say, I'm tasting a spice, maybe apple cinnamon. Okay, I did taste cinnamon, but i missed the apple let me see you know let me check and see then that's where that's why you have tasting groups
0: to help all, you and it
1: broadens your palate as well and this is all a part of your som training mm-hmm. yeah. we have tasting you must we have to have tasting groups because it helps broaden your palate it's it's wine is a forever learning there was a movie that came out oh, oh and on um uh what was it? Um, Netflix
0: Uncorked? Yes. With hey, the, yeah, a lot of the people. black guy. Yeah, it, that
1: was a glimpse. It was a glimpse. It wasn't okay. in detail, but it was a glimpse. He was studying to also become a psalm. Um, he wants to become a master psalm. Yeah. So, master psalms, you know, that's like top tier restaurants, you pair that pin, it's recognized all over the world bragging rights because you're a master psalm it's very hard it's very difficult yeah. years of studying so you could be studying to become a master psalm for four years or six years it's a lot of study
0: I, if I remember the movie correctly I also found it interesting because I don't think his parents or at least his dad his dad was not supported right. like what are you doing mm-hmm. what are you doing with your life like how do you make a living like that and how do you make a living in, as a psalm? What, what are the career options?
1: Well, you can work at a restaurant. You master psalm at a restaurant. You can work at a winery, um, on a vineyard. You can, you can work in corporate, maybe marketing. Okay. There's wine marketing. Um, it just really depends on what else you know, even though you're, maybe you like your, you know, you've had a bachelor's in marketing and you decided to become a Psalm. That's fine. You can also work in marketing and advertising because you need more advertisers in wine because you're now we're seeing lots of wine commercials before we never saw commercials like Kim Crawford. How often did you see a wine commercial with Kim Crawford and Robert Mondavi? We, I, the last five years. Now I'm seeing these commercials, but 10 years ago, we didn't see wine commercials.
0: Yeah, that's true. Now
1: we're seeing a lot of wine commercials and with another option, you could become a wine broker. A lot of the NBA players are drinking wine. So you need that wine professional to go out and, you know, find the wines that they like or create wines that they like. Maybe you need to make a blend for this particular um Uh, NBA player like Dwayne Wade and LeBron James and um, another one is Chris Paul they're in that wine bubble yeah where they're creating their own wine and like music Mary J Blige she creates her own wine Jay-Z and Beyonce has their own wine okay there's a lot of people now that have become winemakers and it's broadened the scope of wine where it's not just this one person, you're seeing diversity in wine. Because now wine, I've said it many times, wine is the new hip hop.
0: I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say that, and I'm sure someone gonna have a comment. Yeah, no, they can have a, no. Wine is the new hip hop. It you, is. Do you think, and I'm sure there's somebody who's gonna say that, is wine now becoming hood? Like wine becoming hood? Yeah, you know how th- there are certain there are certain fields there are certain categories where people hold it at a certain level, and they mm-hmm. don't a want, lot of people they hold they want it right. to be that top they tier want have to to be be, the, exactly. Right. So is that is wine now becoming more? I wouldn't I mean, say hood
1: wine is becoming reachable okay because now you have people from all walks of life drinking wine okay and now i think a lot of wine the wine industry they realize it's a money maker especially since the pandemic everyone i knew drank wine i would go out and my neighbors they'd be bottles and bottles of wine <laughs> in the recycle bin <laughs> i mean 15 bottles of wine and I'm just like, she lived by herself though. <laughs> How does she open the tea bottle? I'm walking out, the and I'm like, okay, this is a couple, it's six, twelve bottles of wine. It's, wait a minute, the last time we put out, hey, they drank all that wine in one week? because because now it's reachable where everyone is drinking wine they're enjoying wine and you're and and the pandemic I think also what helped wine a lot of people had cooking shows over zoom true
0: true
1: and a lot of the the chefs they're like paired with this wine so you would go out and purchase that wine. so Mm -hmm. that actually opened the door as well because now people are like, oh, wow, okay, I have to look for this wine. Or if you're making a red um, reduction sauce, or you're making whatever um, salad dressing or whatever gravy, and they're like, okay, you need um, maybe a cup of this wine. We're also going to have it with our meal, but we are going to cook this with the sauce. Mm-hmm. And that helped as well with the wine. So I wouldn't say wine has become good. I feel as though wine has it's it's changed where it's not just those people over there
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you know I, it's not just like oh you needed to be this it, it's no longer a class system where a top tier can enjoy wine everyone can enjoy wine sure. wine is not just for if you go to a restaurant if you're i have wine when i'm at home watching a lifetime movie or if i'm reading a suspense book or if i'm sitting out in my backyard i'll have a glass of wine because it's it, it's it's for every day it's not just for going out at a restaurant or right. just for celebration and now look at champagne champagne is taken off where champagne would only be for a celebration now people just have champagne just to have it because why 2020 has taught us tomorrow's not promised right so drink and enjoy life now
0: mm-hmm. that's very true it's become it's true that the portrayal of wine I would say 10 15 years ago was that that's what you have when you go out you would see mm-hmm. it and the movies they go out to dinner they have a glass of wine um with their dinner and I almost want to say it is Kerry Washington and Scandal that kind oh, of brought scandal wine opened the door to like wine to the living room because it would be her wine and her popcorn at the end of the wine day and popcorn. she
1: actually opened the door to that because remember the scandalistas the scandalistas and um The wine night, every Thursday for scandal, you had a bottle of wine and you had popcorn or potato chips or whatever else, but she opened the door because how many people would have paired wine with potato chips or popcorn? Like I like wine with popcorn and potato chips, but not many people would think to pair wine with potato chips or Mm -hmm. popcorn. Me, I like champagne with potato chips. It actually tastes good but people wouldn't see it they wouldn't think of that because they think that wine is just for if you're going out to a restaurant and eating no you can bring that to your living room it's not only for a dinner party it can also be for you just sitting at home watching a movie or reading a book Mm. versus last night how many people for the eisley brothers drank wine because it was just a mellow
0: Let's pause there because I did not, I have to admit, I did not okay. see the verses, but that picture that of you the one one that I... <laughs> of snack zaddy Roger. He, he snacky... listen, listen. listen
1: when I first turned, because it, it took a it took a maybe like 20 minutes before it started because DJ D-Nice, he was really spinning. I was enjoying it, but I was doing other things. I was watching other things, and then I, I saw that Earth, Wind, and Fire was on stage, and then I was like, okay, it started. Steve Harvey's there, and I'm like, where's Ron Isley? Where's Mr. Biggs? I did, I did not know it was him until like 20 or 30 minutes later. Wow. I was just like, I was like, where's Mr. Biggs? And everyone was like, I, I said that. My friend, we were we were on um, text and she's like, No, that's Mr. Biggs on the stage. I was like, that is not Mr. Biggs. I don't know who this man is with this white beard. He looks good, but I was like, it's not Mr. Biggs. And then I went on Google and typed in oh what does Ron Eisby look like now and I saw that it was him that's how I knew it was Ron Isley. and I was like huh then I went on Twitter and it was trending and that's when I saw the memes and I was like
0: I did not know that was him no I saw I saw the I I was out I didn't see the verses last night but when I saw that picture today I said hold on 79. 79 Ron Isley, okay, he looked like, somebody said, he looks like he'll take your grandma and your mama. (laughs) Your mama, your grandma, your auntie. He'll take you too.
1: (laughs) I was like, listen, Ron Isley, 79, listen, I might just have to date a 79. (laughs) If the 79-year-olds look like Ron Isley, all right, okay. Because I was like, this man, he's aging backwards. Yeah. Who would have known
0: a white bear, you know, a certain and a pepper bear would do that. <laughs> I know, I know. There was there was this other man, I don't know his name, but he, he was like, he, you know, one of those IG famous individuals. But he had all
1: oh, the grandpa that's written, that works out.
0: Yes. And
1: yeah, he looks good as well. Yes. He that he has that, that yeah. That salt and
0: pepper beard that had everybody like, oh, okay. like, whose
1: granddaddy is this? Yes. And then you see Ron Isley. I'm like, Ron Isley has been around, he's 50 years of music. <laughs> He and is he good. is giving these young kids today a run for his fun, sure money. Is. Like, That's he looks so
0: good. I was like, I he could not believe that snack. was him. That wasn't even a snack. That was a whole meal. He pair was bun and che- fresh out the oven bun and cheese. Okay. Pair, <laughs> pair wine with that. Because you know, why we're Rod is What are we pairing with Rod ice <laughs> He that is champagne.
1: <laughs> I can't even, he that is a nice champagne. I mean, because
0: Black don't that's a play.
1: celebration, so it needs to be champagne for you to be 79 and you look that
0: good. He looks really, he looked really good. I was like
1: are you I was like yes I gotta step up my skincare because wait a minute wait a minute I was like he had the cane even though he had the cane he still looked good especially when he had that white all white on with the fur I was like who granddaddy
0: yeah
1: he mm. I told Raven I was like listen this is about to be a granddaddy and your your uncle (laughs) this is your great uncle this is about to be your great great (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah i mean i was i'm gonna have to like see if i could catch it on it's probably that. on like youtube
1: or if you go to the versus ig page i'm pretty it was long though because it started at eight it ended like a little after midnight oh. they did more than 20 songs like it was a lot of hits Oh, wow. they said this is 50 years of music. So you cannot just give them just 20 songs like everyone else. Yeah. It's this. They had a, listen, let me tell you. Spoiler alert. They had a supposedly 10 minute break intermission where DJ D-Nice played. That went for like a half an hour. Came back, new clothes and everything. Like they came back with new ones. <laughs> war- they did a wardrobe change. I was like, even Steve Harvey changed. I was like, everybody oh, oh, saw right. DJ is. D nice he could do a wardrobe,
0: wardrobe change. That that's cool though. You know, the, the verses has really like helped to bring people together during It has. The, uh, and especially and D- with D- nice. drink, yes, it has. Especially
1: I think with, with all of the verses I've noticed a lot of people buy, they bought alcohol to enjoy mm-hmm. versus. So even with wine, a lot of people purchase because you're in your living room. Right. Not everyone is comfortable to, with going to those underground parties. Right. So you have verses in your living room and you can have a nice meal. And how wonderful was it on Easter where you had your Easter meal, your Easter wine, and then you have the verses and you could just enjoy that in your home. Could you right. imagine how much that concert would have cost at Madison Square Garden?
0: Right. And the, the the truth of the matter is, they're not. I I really wonder that if they were to charge a dollar, like one dollar, to the Cash App to watch it, they'd still make more money than if it were a concert in a stadium. There was like over almost there was five hundred thousand
1: people that's on and that's on IG. So that thriller app. Then that's another streaming station. Right. And then there are people on um, YouTube watching. Mm-hmm. So over a million. Easily over a million dollars they can make wow. if they charge a person one dollar.
0: Yeah. For versus. It, it's been a it's been a great thing. Them D nice with club quarantine has been that cool. was really good. D nice with club quarantine.
1: I know a lot of people purchase alcohol just to be in the living room. And listen to D Nice. Yeah. Because it, you get together. That was very smart.
0: On was, was it, Saturday night he used to do? He, he would did that. Then he
1: would do it in the week. He also and, performed in the week. Yeah. But it that was really smart of him to do that because, like, no one of the DJ was thinking of, you know, no. having the
0: afterwards.
1: Everyone came in afterwards, but that was so smart of him. But he was also known because he performed for the Obamas, and he's been in the music industry for a long time, Mm -hmm. so he already had a name for himself, but I feel as though Club Quarantine put him in a different level, because now he's on, like, the truck commercial, what is it, Chevrolet or Dodge? Yes. And he also has a, he has a wide endorsement deal.
0: He's been getting a lot of um, endorsements, more airplay at a few award shows. Um, which event did he do it the other day? A sport event. Oh, he was, was it the halftime? No, was it was half-time? It? No, I'm not halftime. Was it the, the all-star weekend? Was it
1: all-star
0: weekend? What? I think it was all-star but he was
1: all-star weekend
0: one of those sporting events recently so yeah it's like like you said he's been around for quite some time but uh-huh. it's like he's um he's now getting second. more he's now getting recognized yeah like he's hitting a second um revolution now mm-hmm. where people are like oh D-Nice from like late 80s 90s but now there's another set of individuals. There's
1: another set because it, he's, he's reinvented himself very mm-hmm. good. You know, he, well, with Club Quarantine, I think that was very smart of him because you do need to reinvent yourself because there's thousands of DJs yep. out there. But he decided to have Club Quarantine and now he has he has a line for Club Quarantine where people actually buy t-shirts and sweatshirts and whatever else. So that was really smart of him to capitalize on that. Yeah. Because we weren't going anywhere, and he actually—I'm happy that he's getting all these endorsements because he helped people stay home. Right, right. He helped people stay home right because you know we knew D Nice was going to um, be on exactly um, on Club Quarantine. We knew right. he was going to be on IG. More people. People also watched it on YouTube because some, pe- some of my friends don't have IG. They was like, oh yeah, I caught him on YouTube. I'm so happy where he has his own, I guess, page where you could go on and listen okay. to Be nice. where like he has like a lot of music. That's cool. And just like the verses, like you can go on YouTube. And that was a Swiss Beats and Timbaland that was very smart of yes. them capitalize on verses because there weren't any concerts. And even though it's free, and it Puffy, of course, with the Ciroc, which was very smart of Puffy to say, you know mm-hmm. what, I'm gonna get. But see, that's where you have people in place who are in the alcohol business can say, you know what, let me hop on this and I will sponsor because right. Puffy became one of the sponsors, which is smart. And D Nice, like I said, he has that sponsorship from right. what wine it is,
0: and people will buy it because they're thinking, people it are gonna pay. Versus- all right, I'm going to get a bottle of Ciroc. Because Ciroc. Of course, Ciroc it's
1: like, one. yeah, you see it. So you're like, yeah. okay, I'm going to get this bottle of Ciroc because of versus, I need something. Right. And I remember one night, oh my gosh, he played until six in the morning. I went to, I fell asleep, woke up, and D-Nice was still
0: <laughs> I was like, he's still going. <laughs> so, well, all of this, I know we've been talking for a while. What is your personal plan with becoming a som are you going to have a winery somewhere upstate new york you going to go back home to antigua and open okay. something what, what's happening i would
1: love to educate more people of color in wine okay because i feel like because we don't know about it we're just like we're we're, we're not inclined to to indulge in it. And because our food pairs well with wine, you can pair wine with anything, but Caribbean cuisine, you have that sweet and savory. And that's like wine, you can have sweet and savory as well. And the pairings are endless. And some people, you know, they would know you can pair um, wine with roti or curry goat or curry chicken. You can, and you don't always have to have juice. <laughs> you Another know, you want something. You don't have to have a cola champagne or a ginger beer soda. You know, or you you can have wine with it, and it's 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 okay. You can jazz up your food and our fruits. You know, you can like I said that rosé with papaya, or if you want your moscato with mango, that's fine. You can have that, and it's okay with the parents. And I just want to educate more people and said a president that our food can be gourmet as well and we are that market that no one taps into for now and then you never know in a few years because it's broad and people don't understand like each island it it may look the same but it tastes different
0: Mm -hmm.
1: each island puts a spin on things like jerk chicken from Jamaica Jamaica may have the jerk sauce in Barbados you buy jerk chicken they actually um inject the jerk seasoning into the chicken girl it's good though first of all because you're jamaican you're gonna say that but it's actually really good because when you bite into the chicken you're seeing the season and you're tasting the seasoning rather than it's just on the skin
0: Nah, but you gotta let that you know shout out to steve who you know his jerk chicken no, steve no oh. no steve jerk oh, we- chicken <laughs> steve jerk my mouth has never
1: been the same from Cheek steam Jerk Chicken <laughs> that the, the heat that comes from steam Jerk Chicken but that's the thing with Jerk Chicken because there's some people that it's just the rub is just that jerk seasoning right and then with others it's the the sauce you want that barbecue or you want the jerk sauce right right so that's how you you know you would pair your wine because you have to ask the question are you going to use a sauce Because that changes everything because I have to, you know, make sure that I choose the right wine that's gonna go with that jerk sauce.
0: Right.
1: So, and then if you, you know, Barbados, they infuse, you know, they inject, that's different because the the season is in the chicken. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily on the skin and they're not using uh, a sauce or anything. Like when back in Jamaica, when I've had jerk chicken there, I didn't really have it with sauce. I just feel like only up here we like sauce for some reason.
0: Yeah, the, the sauce <laughs> is usually, it's not the same. Usually, if you get it from yeah. like the man on the street, when he's saying the sauce is really just ketchup. Like,
1: Yeah, it, and it's the heat. Because what you put it in the container, you think that you have a sauce, but no, that's the heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here it's like people love a lot of sauce, barbecue sauce, jerk sauce. I saw, listen I'm not going to tell you who it was but they wanted some chipotle mayo I was like this is why we can't have gentrification <laughs>
0: chipotle mayo on the jerk chicken the man
1: wanted chipotle mayo on the jerk chicken and you know that the, the, the woman was like what She <laughs> <laughs> surprised I'm surprised she didn't tell him to leave <laughs> like, what but that, that's what happens you know we get a little gentrification they, they want certain things
0: They want certain things. because uh,
1: you know they you know people like that chipotle mayo and yeah. i know it it's good but i don't know if it's jerk chicken good mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: certain things aren't to be messed
1: mm-hmm. mayonnaise and jerk chicken or mayonnaise and oxtail
0: no, no 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 no
1: no i went to the roti spot and someone wanted but oxtail roti with Barbecue chicken and curry chicken
0: all together. All together. I know the person behind must have been like, <laughs> oh, The lady was like, <laughs> "How much meal you want? How could it one like, meal in, in the
1: in, in the one world. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, he did." He likes what he likes. Like, what, I
0: can't tell him that what he's eating doesn't taste good. Yeah. Cause his palate yeah. is made to to enjoy that. Do so you know the people? The them gentrify Caribbean food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they be doing all type of things. Like when you go to the um, you know, like back in the, you go to the chicken spot, and they like to put the cheese in the beef <laughs> patty. And now you could get it as a deluxe with like yeah. that red tomato. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not a patty anymore. I don't know what that is. Listen, they put in. what what
1: did someone do the other day the beef patty they put of course the cheese lettuce and tomatoes yeah that's a thing now yeah and I was like hey you know my crazy
0: self is gonna try it (laughs) because They make it yeah. like it's a burger. They put the mayo in it. And you know, Akka's is going to give you whatever you want. <laughs> as long as you pay, I will going to be like, all right, no problem. <laughs> no problem. But if you go to a Jamaican party place, they're going to look at you like, nah, they're going to kick you out. I think yeah, even because Golden Because they cross. don't even, they don't even <laughs> open the party. <laughs> I think even just, golden cross has a limit. <laughs> golden might...
1: cross have a limit to the foolishness <laughs> before somebody chase you out. So of course you go to the um, the pizzeria. They'll do that for you. Yeah. Buffalo. Some people want buffalo sauce on it too. And I'm just like, okay, now this is this is not even a patty
0: at this point. No. It's a. This is a burger, burger with with crust. Yeah, it's a scrambled <laughs> burger, scramble <laughs> meat burger. It's a, little bit of a patty
1: oh god but that's just i mean that's just how it is now yeah and people people like when you know they gentrify the food so now you may just see jerk chicken on top chef on tv i wouldn't jerk chicken jerk chicken with um chipotle mayo Some more, you can't can't cuss the people there. Do not write any letters to top chef with a side
0: of quinoa. (laughs) (laughs) The side of quinoa and watercress salad. (laughs) Listen,
1: rice and peas, the quinoa and peas, (laughs) or couscous and peas. Not everybody wants
0: rice. Mercy.
1: I made jollof rice. I told my African friend, I'm like, yo, do you think you can make this with cauliflower rice? Of course he cussed me out, of but course. it was worth a try. But with worth a try, I like cauliflower rice.
0: <laughs> I, I haven't tried it yet. Do you think
1: tried you tried people make rice and peas with cauliflower rice
0: for me? <laughs> listen, that's, listen, that's blasphemy. There's <laughs> certain things, you know, like, um, there's just certain things that shouldn't be change a friend of ours i don't know if you saw posted uh facebook i was like um is chiny bump still like politically correct term but i was like there's just certain things that you don't change you know it's called bantu knots i don't know what the bantu yeah. Well, at least you guys say China Bubs. You
1: know what Antiguan's say? I
0: know. <laughs> and I would have to mark this episode as explicit. If we... <laughs>
1: I'm not going to say. But <laughs> you know, Antiguan's are different. Like... Right. <laughs> so you can go ahead with your China Bubs. Antiguan's, we say something totally different.
0: I know. We say something <laughs> totally different. And it goes with what people look at. Jamaica's when we ask for um suck suck. Which y'all is- say suckable bu- we say suckable right
1: so it's like, <laughs> oh I mean and like I, I said them. each island it, it's the same but each island has you know a different term yeah they'd be prepared a little different and that's why our that's what makes us great people because it's all these different islands all these different people and the food mm-hmm. is so different and some people use seasoning and some people use a rub and it's just amazing. And could you imagine if Something you can, you can have, have all that food gosh. and be in a room, a tasting and have wine to go with each of those different mm-hmm. cuisines? How amazing would that? And I would love one day to host an event like that. That would be dope. definitely. Because when you get yeah. Caribbean food, people always say curbin food. It's just Jamaican food. It's not, no, it's not. Jamaican food. the like, Caribbean food is from, you know, I would love to have a, a, an event where it's like you have food from Antigua, food from St. Martin or, you know, Barbados, food from St. Thomas, St. Croix.
0: Yeah, it would be Aruba. a great event. You have some flying fish and some yes. fish and bacon. You have your oxtail and rice and peas, and, you know, just a nice variety because the caribbean is really made up of many different cultures exactly. and the influence the eurocentric influence has hit the different islands mm-hmm. in many different ways mm-hmm. and it's seen in our food and even how we prepare prepared food we all prepare the food. Food. yeah you look at um we
1: say fried dumpling other people say bake their bakes are bigger. Our fried dumplings are smaller. We already know that y'all fried dumplings are like rock. <laughs> rocks. <laughs> ours are like little, <laughs> little
0: dumplings. But it's also the taste because then it's with, different. the um, taste is different. With the bake, it tends to be a little bit sweeter. Yeah, our we put a little sugar in it, but then you guys have festival. We have festival, which is our sweet version. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you know th- those are some of the things as well.
1: Exactly, like saltfish. Our saltfish, we have it with a tomato-based sauce. Some other island may not have it with any types of sauce. They normally right. put maybe some peppers, and that's it. That's it. Some onion and, and, and onions and, and peppers, and that's, and that's it. it. And it's very much so a, a clear presentation. And then yeah. you have Antigua, where you have this tomato-based sauce that comes with it and jamaicans mm-hmm. you have it you're with your ackee right it's, it's ackee and saltfish. yeah so it's to see all saltfish made differently like that in different varieties would be amazing and i one day would love to host an event and have a wine pairing to go along with it I and would, blow people's yeah. mind Send soon input. come soon come soon come soon come well we don't have to wear
0: the mask because yeah true true <laughs> true true but I think that is the perfect way to end this episode where you know we talk about the blending of the different cultures and whether it is with wine or just our experiences which Mm -hmm. brings me to my final question to you is what does a conscious blend mean to you conscious blend as in What, people or wine blend or? way, when you hear the term a conscious blend, what does it mean to you?
1: I think a conscious blend, to me, it's just inclusion in diversity, change, blending of different cultures, blending of different people, coming together and uniting as one people, even though we're different. Mm -hmm. and that's like new york new york is a melting pot of the world because you can meet someone from any part of the world in new york so a conscious blend is kind of like new york living in new york
0: so inclusion diversity
1: diversity, change
0: change unity
1: new york York. (laughs) i
0: think that's it right there new york Yes, Simi. So Kessie, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know you're a very busy person. You have all this studying and all these things to do. So thank you so much for taking time. Thank you so much,
1: Simi. I'm excited. I'm so happy that I was able to speak with you. And I will help you with this wine journey. And I promise. Ruthie's not going to say I turn her daughter into a rummy. Because ah. <laughs> you asked my mom, my, my mom, and they're like, oh, what's this? Oh, she she do some rum business. And oh, I'm gosh. Like, well, I don't even work in rum, yo. I don't
0: even work in rum. I don't even drink rum. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's all good. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And hopefully, I yeah, appreciate you too. Thank you so much. And I'm so proud of you with this platform.
1: Let me know what any you want to speak with other wine professionals, wine black winemakers, you let me know. I can reach out to my network and from there.
0: Sounds good.